The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Yes, good morning. We are about to start another great new show. Um, We've just had Thanksgiving here in America, and we are... What does that mean to people? A lot of different things mean a lot of different things. What does today mean? So the question I ask is, we had Thanksgiving, now what? This piggybacks the title we actually have today. We've got an exciting new show. It's called Container for Change. And that really, it's about going to a new dimension with this current day. We wait all year to give Thanksgiving, but now what? Today really is Thanksgiving. It's encompassing your entire life the way you see things, uh, the way you approach things, all your expectations, and the way you move through life is subject to the way you perceive it. So the title for the show is entitled Container for Change. And what that really means is each day is brand new and gives us the new opportunities, but we need to attach a different mindset and a different perception to that day. So we need to attach gratitude, just like the thanksgiving, to be thanks living. When we attach gratitude, our intentions change, our perceptions of that day changes, and hence we're moving forward in a container for change. Our biggest drawback in life, and our, our biggest enemy, is actually weariness. We get, actually get weary of a routine that puts us in a place that we're on hold, we're on a holding pattern, waiting for something to happen new, not realizing that the days are going by, because what we have now is a present that is always going to be a present. There's a line of uh, without space or time, which is a constant line of infinity, which is moving forward. So again, our activity around that needs to change. Otherwise, when we get to the new now, which again is the present, will become exactly the same. So unless we change that, there will be no way of moving forward into a new day. So in other words, our activity needs to change. But in order for our activity to change, we need to view a day as a cocoon to the new level of view. We need to view, just like when you see on the show profile, the mountain K2. What that really means is, It's level upon level, layer upon layer. So our biggest setback is not the days, but our weariness in the day. And I'm going to go really go into this in a little bit more detail. We get stuck, many of us, in a place of weariness and cynicism, negativity, depression, and helplessness. 
because it's brought about by modern conditioning of apathy. The mundane and routine becomes manifest in our humanity, and it's our propensity in our human nature to be short-sighted, peripheral vision, and drawn into a, a mind box, drawn into, if you like, into a, a mind jail. Today is the 71st day of fall or autumn, wherever you are in the world. But it's more than just a day. Every second, 4.3 people are being born, and that translates to about 255 births per minute. There is a newness and a transcendence to our mindset of the day. As I say, time is constantly moving. We're a const- in a constant still moment, but our experiences have to move. There is no future because your next moment will just be a mirror of, of now. It's one constant now. It's timeless. God is in all things at the beginning, the middle, and the end. He's the Alpha Omega. But if we practice and meditate on this, we rid ourselves of limitations, pains, and fears associated with our carnal current state. Because if we know God is in all things, and we know he's creator of all things, then we know our path is way bigger than we perceive in our habitual mind thinking of mind boxing. This is just another day, same thing, different chapter. Oh, what's new? These are all the modernisms that you and I can relate to because we hear them in our society. Oh, you know, just another day, just another day. Meanwhile, 255 births are happening every minute. There's 30,000 different species of fish 400,000 flowers, and 100 billion stars in the galaxy. Now, if you do the Milky Way, which is the other eight planets, you can add several more billion, and there's 9,956 species of fish. Now, this is God, the master creator of all things, but those figures are mind-boggling. Those figures, if we actually open our minds, because we're not aware of these things, because we're so stuck in our cocoon that lies to us in our in our day that we think is not leading to greater things and other things because our mindsets lied to us life lies to us our, our habitual social paradigms tell us it's just another day we're hanging on news media so we're hanging on limitations to then expect god to do the great but we need to be aware that we need to also elevate we need to elevate out of weariness do not grow tired of doing weary because in due season, you'll see a harvest. What that really means is do not get stuck in the apathy of your life because there's way more than you perceive this day to be. But in order to get there, you need to hone the mind out of the limitation. Otherwise, we get a, you know, tired of our long marriages. We get weary. We get in this man-made state. We don't see our pets. We don't see our children. We don't see things around us so we don't see those things around us we get blinded and lied to by our circumstances my uh, lied to and blinded and this is the the danger of living the way we do like with blinkers opportunities go by opportunities go by we miss those opportunities because of our habitual mindset and at the same time when we miss those opportunities those, those are never restored. They're restored, but the same ones are not returned. So in many ways, years are eaten away. 
opportunity, and an opportunity is um, can be restored, but but never returned. So we need to get out of this things that lie you, um, and we need to get more into them into in, into expanding our mind. A limitation can only be remember an interpretation from past experiences, challenges, or circumstances. It's societally conditioned. If it were not so, all the things that had not yet passed, we would have no judgment. We would just be in the present. The question is, how close to this eternal line are you walking with God? Is he leading you by the hand, or is it the flux of the cosmos? As God already set the journey, he will lead you to a path assigned specifically for you. And when you try to do it by yourself, there will be this striving and struggling, not thriving. So, as I say, we need to move out of this, this mind, which is the container, and our mind is the greatest draw, set back to these new things. We have cells in our bodies that are constantly dying and being replaced. There's about 37.2 trillion cells. Approximately every seven to 10 years, we're replacing all those. The skin regenerates every 27 days. Your water changes every six months. So there's this constant flux. So we're walking in this constant flux and at the same time not aware of the great that can be in us, the great change that, that we can expect. For he's, you know, he's about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do, do you not see it? I'll make a pathway through the wilderness. So in other words, it's already been set. I'm waiting for you to become aware so you can hear and do more. The wilderness really is going through our mundane of our life. It's going from one season to another. Rivers and dry wasteland, basically, you will be supplied with what you need to get to the new level. If you're waiting for another job or you're, you're hoping for, for a child or you're hoping to move, anything you're trying to do in your life that you're waiting, there'll be a time that goes from positioning yourself for something and actually manifesting it. And at that time, this is when we need the water in the dry places to renew, encourage, inspire, and move forward. So we need to not be in this flux. We need to rely on something solid to know that the journey supplied. It's supplied for, but we need to also go to the uncomfortable, which is stretching to the next level, to be our new comfortable. And I want to explain this. This message is for somebody. What you're sitting in now was at one stage uncomfortable. You were at one stage unprepared, whether it's parenthood, whether it's stewardship of a home, whether it's ownership of, of stewardship of a, of a pet, whether it's moving to a new place. You were once unprepared and uncomfortable, but now is your routine and mundane. So this is where we've got to be careful. We've got to stretch forward from that mundane to step out into the new. And that will always take uncomfortability. But at the same time, in order to rise, we need to be uncomfortable. Just like stretching to run faster, you have to run at a level that you're not accustomed to. And then that catches up and becomes your new norm. So just like the skin is replacing just like water is replacing, we constantly need to be replacing a level upon level, layer upon layer. We're about to take a break, and I will look forward to speaking to you in the next segment. Thank you so much. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at voiceamericaempowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Hi, guys. I hope you had a great break, but I'm really inspired to... To give you know to, to come with the show this morning because I feel a lot of us are stuck in a holding pattern, we're stuck in life as opposed to moving forward and looking at all the great things that we can have. And it's all about a vision. It's all about having those that see more and hear more and more blessed. It's not about having more. It's about seeing more. You know, being blinded in in our cocoon by the lies that life has told us is so prominent that they actually did a show a, a experiment. In the Washington Post, they actually asked the Grammy-winning violinist to, to don a baseball cap and pause as a street performer playing for change in a metro station in Washington, La Farm Plaza metro station. It was a social experiment for a magazine article. The performer was Joshua Bell, a world-famous musician, and he was on a, a, like a 2.8 million fiddle, brought some of history's most beautiful music to a rush hour crowd in Washington. This was 7 a.m. And about 1,000 people, about 1,070 people passed by without even giving him a glimpse or an att- any attention at all. The only passerby to actually acknowledge was a young boy being pulled by his mother. Now, the question I pose to us today is how many opportunities and blessings are we going to miss along the way? How many opportunities will we miss to see a flower bloom, a young child grow, a time with a elderly parent, a young puppy? How many years are going to let, are the locusts going to eat away before life passes us by? Because we're so focused on trying to expedite that we get nothing done. This was one of the top performers, top actually violinists in the world playing some of the best music people normally spend hundreds of dollars to see. And because we're so blinded, 
by life and to get to the next thing we think we need to get to, something like that, only a child, because the child doesn't have the conditioned mind, sees. But how much can this impact our life? How much can this impact our life? There was a story of two 21-year-olds. The girl was pregnant. They were driving to hospital to give birth. Driver's text messaging. Of course, caught up in life, caught up in he needs to do more. Um, he needs to get this done, caught up in, in, the, in the striving. Anyway, what had happened is they were broadsided by a truck. They died instantly, and the baby lived for four hours. The thing I paused just today is how many risks do we take in order to expedite the day? How many things do we lose? Does it take losing a life? to bring us back, or does it take a greater awareness of this present moment? And I plead to you just to, to really think about where you're at right now. Slow things down. And what I did this morning as an exercise, I sit in a room that I'm in, and I start to look at different objects. And this slows my mind down from the 60,000 thoughts a day, because we have 60,000 thoughts a day. And I've said this before. 80, 90% are repeated, 85% are negative, which we call automatic negative thinking. But when you slow your mind down, you can then see more. And in relation to the story, because people's minds are already on that fast burn, remember they've got to get their 60,000 thoughts in a day, they're flying by, but at the same time missing sometimes the opportunity to say goodbye to their wife or husband, to hug a dog, to pay extra attention to a child, but sometimes those things can be devastating. Sometimes those things can be devastating because they could lead to tragedy or a person that you see, you think you're going to see them again. That might not be so because as well as 255 people being born every minute, people are dying. I think it's about 200,000 people a day worldwide, but Coming back to that, so we need to retrain the mind to be in a place that we're moving forward, but also in a position for newness, in a position to also see what we have, because it's after all what we have that will move us to the next level. Many of us look in the rearview mirror of what could have happened, what did happen, what was done wrong, what was done right, but at the same time, we can't see ahead because we're blocked up in the past. So when I let go of my past, I can fully see my future. The potential's always forward. But how many of us are stuck in the back? How many of us are stuck in the back? Light is given to us, but dark is all around us. The idea is to walk in the light so you can walk in a straight line. The dark will confuse you. It'll lie to you. And it'll make you disbelieve in what you actually have. Do not be ignorant of what you have, meaning walk with all your conscious awareness of what you have today. Use your opportunities. Walk in full life, not in death, which means not being aware, being bondage to some circumstance, something that's gone wrong, um, something that you've perceived should have gone another way. We cannot change those things. We can change our perception and use them and spin them for our advantage. But those habits are obstacles that blind us. They blind us to today. 
So we need to adjust, and what I call this, the, the human mind GPS. When God comes in, he adjusts your human mind GPS. He permits circumstances to not bring us down, but to capture our attention and draw our attention back to him because he's creator of all things. And I gave you an example of just 400,000 flowers, 100 billion stars, almost 10,000 species of birds because he doesn't mess around. He creates, he's creator, master planner. So what that means, he has a plan for the world, for the universe, but also a specific plan for you. He doesn't want us to take 40 years to do a journey that should have taken 7 or 11 days for an 11-mile journey. But the problem is sometimes when we get stuck, which is in things that have passed, we cannot move forward. So we're trying to change something in the past. We're trying to either retaliate. We're depressed. We're, it's holding us back. It's telling us we're no good. It's telling us that we're broken. It's telling us that we're divorced. It's telling us that... We have children and we, we can't afford to pay the bills because we've been left. We're single. It's telling us that we're born with some kind of disability. But all that is doing is the enemy lying and preventing you from moving forward in your full master plan. The dark wants to steal and destroy your plan, whereby at the same time, God, as a master builder and creator, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, wants to build you. So my question to you today is what are you looking at? Are you looking at life that's restricting you and lying you and putting a cruise control on you? Or are you looking at the one who set the path forward? And I call this uh, circumstances. I actually like circumstances. And I'll explain to you why. Because they have made me see things differently. They've not unskewed my mind, which was focused on minimizing and focused on the world, to be able to be greater so I can do shows like this, so I cannot figure about building brand because I always know God will show up in the show, but at the same time have a life that's not focused on me. If I start drinking more and more and more and I'm drinking salt water, my needs go up. So in other words, what that means is my needs for the world go up. My needs, needs for negative media to feed myself, my needs for drugs, my needs for depressed behavior, my needs for medications to get through the day, Prozac, whatever I'm relying on, alcohol, gambling, sex addiction, all of these things align to me. And it's things that I've passed by that have affected me because I've used those things against me rather than to build for a container to change. I'm spending my life, nothing else, time never comes back. If I, a car blow, uh, gets stolen or a house goes on fire, if I have the currency and the means, you know, I can replace those things, but time can never be replaced. So when you spend a day, we think about just another day, same old thing. It's that lie and that weariness that has skewed us, that has limited us, that has created us a lie. It's the lie in the mind that we've permitted, that the enemy, the devil, whatever we want to refer that to, is skewing us from our master plan. But what I need to do is use those as trial shapes of clay. And God is the potter, and we're the clay. He's the master innovator, because from nothing he created everything. Why let the world build you, but not the one who made you? That's my answer. And I'm not selling religion here. I'm selling plan and purpose to get us out of 
the negativeness in the world, the depression. I see this everywhere. Young people, old people, the pain in their faces because they're focusing on feeding on the world and also people. 95% of people, you know, they have these thoughts. These are very real. 90% of thoughts repeated, 85% negative. So if I'm charging myself with negative energy, how can I refuel? It's like if I put my iPhone in a socket that has no electricity, then how am I able to, to recharge it? So I take care, I plug it in, and I make sure that the light is red, but I make sure there's also, it shows that it's charging. So the same thing really I, I plead with us is we need to be aware of where we're charging. And if I look at my day, I'm using a parable. Uh, your life is a bag of coins, gold coins. As I'm spending one, never, one never comes back. As those are coming out of the pouch, the pouch is getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And that's how life is. Tick, 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 tick. Waves crashing on a shoreline. Crashing, crashing. Waves in, waves out. Days in, days out. Years in, years out. Years in, years out. Boom. A constant fast vapor that disappears before your very eyes. So we must be aware we are not limited by space and time because we're an eternal person, spirit person in a human moment. This is for another show. I'm going to talk about how the ego can restrict our destiny. So I'm trying to build you out. Each day make an effort to increase your consciousness. You're changing daily as the results of what you've passed but they become less of an influence on your present because you're aware of those days that they're working for you for the end of your master plan. Each heartbeat is beating in synchronization with the universe. You're beating what once did with Jesus, with Gandhi, and Mother Teresa. They were once doing one billion atoms in your body are all part of what once was, is, and will be. Everything in the universe is in a constant state of flux. Nothing stays the same. We have a new liver every six weeks, a new skeletal every three months, new skin once a month. In a year, you'll not be who you think you are, but greater awareness becomes the new mind, body, and spirit. So we need to step out, and in order to do this, we need to get an awareness. Your day is a cocoon for change. It's a one-step training process for the next step, like a caterpillar changes from a, into a butterfly. Nothing will remain. We're going to take a break, and I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thank you. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? 
It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Hello, guys. We're now on the last segment. It's been great spending time with you. I just wanted to tell you how grateful I view us all as family, wherever you are in the world... Um, we're speaking all over the world. We have one commonality. We have not been in this time before. We all want greater things. So we're all sitting in a place that none of us have been in before. None of us have been in this moment before. And that brings commonality. And in the future, none of us have been there. We've been in the past. All of us have circumstances. We're coming from different places. But really, the intention for the show is just to show you how we need to change the mind to break away of being trapped in the weariness of this day, trapped in the routine. To be able to break to the next level requires us first to change the mind to enable us to get to the next level. And just before the break, I was telling you, much like a caterpillar is never going to stay the same, it becomes a butterfly. The caterpillar doesn't see that. See, we don't see changes that stay the same. That's why we need faith. It's the substance of things promised, but not yet seen. So we need to depend on the substance of things promised. In other words, something is coming, but not yet seen. Seen is far greater. Unseen is far greater. And I'm going to piggyback on this. Um, We've probably got mothers on the show. When you had a seed planted in you, you couldn't see. But what kept you getting up for nine months and maybe even longer going through pain and trial and tribulation? Because I haven't done it, obviously, because I'm a guy. But I know through friends of mine, it's a lot of work to get the birth. So anything in our life takes a lot of work, but it's unseen. So greater are those nine months of the incubation process of the seed because what's coming is what you're seeing is, is a masterpiece, like I once was, like you once was. We all start off as an unseen seed. But faith for nine months in the dark, because you know what? The seed is in darkness. It's internal, right? We're, I'm just trying to parable this. So we have to manifest that to become a new birth. We have to manifest that. But if our mind is not preparing us to do that, we'll never get to a place because we'll give up with the pain. It involves sometimes hospitalization. It involves tremendous pain. So any blessing, just like, for example, Jesus when he was the death and resurrection, that's three days. But there's blindness between the Friday and the Sunday. 
So in our life, if I'm trying to seed a new business, a new child, build a building, go to another level, we need the faith not at the beginning, not at the end, but guess what? We need that in the middle. And this is why the cocoon for change is so important to get your head around. The caterpillar will not be the same. Things will not be the same. It's all about changing. Our breathing rate changes a lot. On average, it's about one breath every five seconds, 12 breaths a minute, or 720 an hour. And that's about 17,280 breaths a day, or 6,307,200 breaths a year. So if we live for 32 years, that gives us 201,800,030 breaths and 400 breaths in a lifetime. So this is how big this is. And it really does take refocusing because we're so focused on limitation because of our past has lied to us and because society lies to us because it's also paradigm. It's a social, societally paradigmed. We're born in God's likeness and image. Think about this, right? In his likeness and image, and we can do all things through him. But at the same time, society tells us you're butcher, baker, candlestick maker. You're short. You're tall. You're fat. You're ugly. You're a divorced. You're a divorcee. They even ask you on questions 10 years later, married or divorced. And I'm here to tell you, that's just a season. Where you're at right now, you may be going through a divorce. You may have been divorced. You may have been abused by a parent. You may have been beaten. You may have been spoken over. You may have an addiction right now. This is just a moment. It's just a season in your life because God is, is faithful. He will get you through from the Friday to the Sunday. He will get you through. And you need to really pull in to the things that haven't seen yet to build your faith. Once you build your faith in the middle, game's over for all of these afflictions I was speaking to you about just now. Game is over. You can live a full life because you're not living in fear. You're living in faith. And that's the difference. Do we put our faith in the world in fear, which is separated from God? Or do we walk in a line set by him? This is not religiosity. This is just how we were created. Do we walk in a path that was set, that we know we're fully supplied for, whether it's fire at night or clouds at day or food provided? Do we walk in that path and do we strive? Or do we just survive without thriving? That really requires to expand to expand. We must remember the way the world does things has created all the problems at present. You know, wars, teenage suicide, endemic rates, broken homes, skyrocketing use of antidepressants. All of these are cultivated by a very pear-shaped world and society. This stems from us permitting the world to define us and not the one who purposed us and made us. We must be the difference makers and not settle for the mediocre of just another day, same old, same old. We can't be a product of a mediocre society spoken over us of its standards. If enough people do something, it doesn't make it necessarily the best thing for us to do, and yet we still do it. It sometimes requires just as many people to do something to say, well, this is what we're going to do. So we're looking, we're totally defining things by standards that are set, worldly standards, which separate you even more. We must draw a firm line of resistance, resistance between what society is doing and clearly define our rights and wrongs. To get to the next level, as again, it involves being uncomfortable, as the comfortable you're sitting in now was once new and uncomfortable. 
new and uncomfortable, just like childbirth. It was new and uncomfortable. But the greatness you're seeing now is only permitted by allowing yourself to be stretched. It's developing and nurturing a tight relationship with God that we can make better choices and increase our way of living. It's apparent to me, you know, that the societally conditioned mind must be reconditioned to how it originally was intended to have a life, a fullest life possible. I must have had it before if I can renew it, be in the world, right? And transformed by the renewing of your mind. But how can I renew something if I didn't have it at some point before? It's like a magazine subscription to be renewed. I must have had it to renew it. And we were in the image of God, but it was separated from living in a messed up world. We got jacked up, you know, so need to renew that subscription. Very clearly, all of life's issues flow through our heart and it becomes what becomes the condition of our heart. This means we need to protect our heart and also our thoughts. We need to guard our mind so something different can come out of it. We need to step out, really, of the mundane. Going to read something by an unknown author. This is inspirational to me because it's how much we hear and see can affect our life. Two men, both seriously ill, occupied the same hospital room. One man was allowed to sit up in his bed for an hour each afternoon to receive his medical treatment. His bed was next to the room, room's only window. The other man had to spend all of his time lying flat on his back. The men talked for hours and end in this room. They spoke of wives and families, their homes, their jobs, their involvement in military service, and where they had been on vacations. Every afternoon, when the man in the bed by the window could sit up, he would pass the time by describing to his roommate all the things he could see through the window. The man in the other bed began to live for those one-hour periods. He lived for those one-hour periods where his world would be broadened and enlivened by the description of the activity. The colors outside the window, he managed to picture those things. The window overlooked a park with a beautiful lake. Ducks and swans played on the water while children sailed and their little model boats. Young lovers held hands and walked to miss flowers of every color and rainbow. Grand old trees graced the landscape and a fine view of the city skyline could be seen in the distance. As the man described his view from the window in exquisite detail, the man on the other side of the room would close his eyes and imagine the picturesque scene that was taking place. You could imagine he's laying on his back and he's, he can't see anything. And just the scene one warm afternoon, the man by the window described a parade passing through the park. Although the other man could not hear the band, he could see the parade in his mind's eye as the gentleman by the window developed a detailed picture of descriptive words. One morning, the nurse arrived to bring water to their baths, only to find the lifeless body of the man by the window who had died peacefully in his sleep. The nurse was saddened and called the hospital attendants to take the body away. As soon as it seemed appropriate, the other man asked if he could move next to the window. The nurse was happy to make that switch, and after making sure he was comfortable, she left him alone. Slowly, painfully, he propped himself up, one elbow at a time, to take a look through the window and the world outside. Finally, he would have the joy of seeing it for himself. He strained to slowly turn to look out through the window besides his bed. To his surprise, the window faced the brick wall. 
The man called for the nurse and asked what could have compelled his deceased roommate to describe such wonderful things outside the window. The nurse responded that the man was blind and could not even see the wall. She said, perhaps he just wanted to encourage you. Now, the moral for the story is there is tremendous joy in making others happy despite your own situations. Shared grief is half the sorrow, but happiness when shared is doubled. If you want to feel rich, just count on all the things you have that money cannot buy. Today is a gift, and that's why it's called the present. So I ask you, how many of us are seeing limitation? How many of us are stuck in the past, stuck in relationships that have gone wrong? How many of us are being lied to, lied to by our minds that we're just another day? The tragedy, and I say to you, is, is not that we die. The tragedy is it takes us so long to live. This is the tragedy. Sometimes it takes death. Sometimes it takes bereavement. With me, it took, in 2008, tragically losing my father, even though I'd been in Christian community since 2006, to actually move away from myself and focus on others. Since that time, no matter what I lose, I'm always joyous because my purpose is not dependent upon temporal things. Those things that we see are temporal, but things we don't see are eternal. If we're striving for a new level and we no longer have fear, a fear of death, fear of loss, this is for another show, but at the same time it piggybacks to this limitation, this container for change. If we can see our days through the eyes of being a purpose not to gather, not to change, but in other words, to build ourselves up and give, you have a life that's full a life that's complete, a life that you can summit, K2. The whole idea of that is to get to a new level, to get to a new level. So wherever you are today, there is, there is a God in the middle of your story, not just at the beginning and at the end, but in the middle. You may feel buried under your circumstances. You may feel coming into a holiday season that you want to end your life. I mean, that's very real for some people to have those feelings. That is all a lie, and I want you to remember the middle and the end, and the faith is the promise of substance of things unseen. The nine months of pregnancy to build, to, to have the child coming out. The caterpillar that turns into a butterfly. The scaffolding that becomes the Empire State Building. Um, whole areas that I've seen that started just with a vision. There was sand, and now there's whole communities of stores, of of residential housing families, housing generations, housing future generations. This has all happened because we have stepped out of a container, which is same old, same old, but into a container for a change. The way I see my day will be what I carry to the next day. It Very simply, life is a suitcase. What we put in it, we take on the journey. But we must be careful where we're putting our cell phones. Are we putting our minds into something renewable that's going to encourage and build? Or are we putting it back in the same holding pattern? Because where we're at right now is because we remained in this holding pattern. Nothing will change if we keep going back to the same things. Looking to the same things in the past that had happened or not happened. Going to the same pacifiers whether they're media, whether it's drugs, whether it's antidepressants, whether it's anger, whether it's porn, whether it's alcohol, whether it's shopping, going through all these things. Because if we go to those, we will need them again and again and again and again. We need to go back to 
source. We need to go back to God. We need to realize that most things will be unseen, but we need to realize faith manifests them and they become seen. We've had some technical issues with this show. I, you haven't probably been aware of them, but I love you guys so much that I've worked through it. I'm not after making myself super fly, super cool. I'm after really building you, but also attaching you with a personal relationship to God to break out of temporal bondage, break out of temporal barriers and break those barriers down and run like a champion horse, run like a racehorse, get to your finish line as a winner, not as a victim, get there refreshed, not tired, get there renewed, not weary. And I love you guys next week. Really looking forward to it. It'll pass like a vapor. The joy is always in the present. God bless you. And I thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back next week. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions. Please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a blessed week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.